five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Well, we certainly have given Lipa a workout this morning, huh? That's a uh, an understatement. Uh, Lipa off of the Nonstop Hora album. Before that, with Mizrach from Lipa Faith, and of course Bue, 
uh, off of the album entitled Be Positive. You heard Mordechai Shapiro in there with Machar, Marakade with Simcha Liner, and of course Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. JM and the AM Tuesday on this March 13th, day 26 in the month of Adar, getting closer and closer to Rosh Chodesh Nisan, getting closer and closer to the holiday of Pesach. And um, I thank you for tuning in and being part of this amazing radio experience, no matter where you are around the world. Uh, feel free to comment on the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. I want to thank those who commented during bonus JM. The app is ready for your comments now during JM in the AM Yeshiva League sports update less than an hour away. I know many of you are anxious to find out what happened last night in sports action and how it will affect the uh, basketball and hockey finals. Um, and we will uh, explore all of that at 7.20 this morning with um, Elliot Weiselberg. He'll be doing our Yeshiva League sports update here at JM in the AM. All right, so we have a full broadcast schedule for you, including some of the uh, most pressing matters, Yeshiva League Sports. By the way, speaking of pressing matters, I would guess the weather is in some way a pressing matter for those in the New York, New Jersey area. We're here in lower Manhattan, and the uh, it looks like if, if I'm able to, um, <laughs> if I'm able to, uh, to see what I think I'm seeing, there's snow coming down right now here in lower Manhattan. Um, officially 33 degrees outside with 98% humidity winds are north at eight miles an hour morning snow with a high of 43. Then tonight, partly cloudy, low 31 tomorrow, mostly cloudy and a high temperature, 43 degrees right now. You shall is at 67. We're at 33 here in lower Manhattan. The bottom line snow wise, according to the, uh, weather sources, the weather information sources, uh, the bottom line is that, um, uh, we are expecting one to three inches as a result of this morning's snow in this area. Now, what it means for your specific area, will you have less, will you have more? That remains to be seen. In this area, it looks like one to three inches. And uh, compared to uh, some of the doomsday predictions that we were hearing a couple of days back about this uh, storm, um, this is actually not so bad. Not too bad. All right, so um, it'll be a morning filled with snow in this area, no matter where you are. I hope the weather is good, the sun is shining, and you're all set uh, for a great day or a great afternoon, again, depending on where you are. We're on daylight saving time at the moment, which means a six-hour difference between us in the New York City time zone and the state of Israel. It's going to go back to seven hours a couple of weeks from now when Israel switches to daylight saving time themselves. And, um, and yeah, that'll get back to the seven hour difference that we are used to right now. It is a six hours JM and the AM more coming up on this Tuesday. I thank you so much for tuning in and being part of this. We will uh, continue with this one off of Shire Pinchas volume number three. You're listening to JM and the AM.
Why you why you live on love, live on love, fear na na. If do if do as Hashem b'simcha. Oh 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 b'simcha.
Micha Gammerman, Yebeseder. Before that one, you heard Chaim David Burson and Lama. Moshe Hecht had lamp lighters. Besimcha done by Shalshelis. Sim Shalom was by Shalshelis off of the We're Coming Home album. And Rifo Enu, Uri Davidi from Shire Pinchas, volume number Three. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. We'll talk about Bike NCSY coming up. We'll talk about the Jerusalem College of Technology coming up. And 20 minutes from now, Elliot Weiselberg in the Yeshiva League Sports Update. You know what's happening this weekend, the Hockey Championships. Big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. Big thank you to Regal Bank of New Jersey, RegalBankNJ.com. Getting ready for the hockey championships on Sunday. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 1 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday's next to jam them. בקואליציה ממשיכים במאמצים לפתרון המשבר. כתבנו הפוליטי מיכאל האוזר טוב. 
גורמים בסביבתו של ראש הממשלה נתניהו אומרים בשעה האחרונה כי יש שינוי מסוים בטון שמשמיע שר הביטחון ליברמן. זאת על רקע הפוסט שהעלה מוקדם יותר לעמוד הפייסבוק שלו, ובו נכתב, בהחלט ניתן למנוע בחירות חדשות, הן לא נחוצות לעם ישראל ומנוגדות לאינטרסים של ישראל ביתנו. בהמשך היום אמורים להעלות חוקי פיזור הכנסת להצבעה במליאה, ולאחריהם חוק הגיוס, זאת בכפוף להגעה להסכמות. ובינתיים חוק הלאום אושר לקריאה ראשונה. כתבתנו עמית חדד. ראשי הקואליציה הסכימו שלא לקדם את חוק הלאום עוד במושב הנוכחי של הכנסת שאמור להסתיים בסוף השבוע. לנוסח שהתקבל קיימות עדיין התנגדויות, אולם על פי הסיכום החוק ישונה בהמשך. אחרי ההתנקשות הכושלת בראש הממשלה הפלסטיני בעזה, מתקפה חריפה של הרשות על חמאס. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. ברשות טוענים כי חמאס אחראית לפיצוץ, למרות שהסיכוי שאכן זה כך, קלוש. ראש המודיעין של הרשות מג'ד פראג', האיש הקרוב ביותר לאבו מאזן, היה בשיירה והוא מאשים. מי שאחראי לפיצוץ הוא מי ששולט על עזה. בפיצוץ היום ברצועה נפצעו קל חמישה אנשים. ראש הממשלה הפלסטיני וראש המודיעין של הרשות בריאים ושלמים. הוארך בשבוע מעצרו של רום מרשי, בן ה-32, החשוד בכך שתקף אתמול זוג 62 שוטרים והתבצר בדירה בחיפה. אמו תרז אמרה בשיחה עם כתבנו קובי מנדל כי היא התריעה בפני הרשויות שיש לאשפז את בנה, אך פניותיה לא נענו. והמשטרה לא עושה כלום. אני לא יכולה לקחת השלטונות במוסקבה טוענים שבריטניה מונעת מהם גישה לפרטי אירוע הרעלת המרגל הרוסי בשבוע שעבר. כתבתנו יערה אגמי חורי. ראש ממשלת בריטניה תרזה מיי הציבה לרוסיה אולטימטום של יממה עד היום בערב לחשוף את פועלה האפשרי בניסיון ההתנקשות בשבוע שעבר, במסגרתו מרגל רוסי לשעבר הורעל בבריטניה. שר החוץ של רוסיה, סרגי לברוב, טען כי הבריטים מסרבים לשתף את מוסקבה במידע שבידם בנוגע לאירוע. בתוך כך הקרמלין ממשיך להחיש את מעורבותו בהרעלה שיצרה משבר מיני בין שתי המדינות. חשש לביטול סיבוב ההופעות של עומר אדם בארצות הברית. כתבתנו ירדן בויטנר. סיבוב הופעות של עומר אדם צפוי להתחיל כבר ביום ראשון הקרוב בניו יורק, אך עשוי להתבטל מאחר והנגנים ואנשי הצוות לא קיבלו ויזות כניסה לארצות הברית. נמכרו כמעט כל הכרטיסים להופעות, ובמקרה ויבוטלו, מפיק המופע משה נוי עשוי להפסיד מיליוני שקלים. מטעמו של אדם נמסר כי בשגרירות ארצות הברית בישראל נעשים מאמצים לאשר את אשרות הכניסה. התחזית היום עלייה קלה במידות החום. מחר הטמפרטורות יעלו עוד ויהיה חם מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך דן דובין. Thank you. 
כל אדם מחפש מקומות ונופים חדשים בעולם. הוא חוצה יבשות וימים במסע של הנפש לשם. על כנפי מחוזות הדמיון הוא מפליג בספינה אל הים, אך בסוף זה הלב, הלב שמוביל, מוביל אותנו לשם. כל הדרכים משפילים, מכחישים, משתתים, מובילים לירושלים. כל התפילות, הטמעות, בקשות, מחשבות. Oh, oh, oh. 
J.M. in the A.M. Amram Adar with Sasan Vesimcha. You heard Avremel in there with Yushalayim Shabalev. Yiru, that was Mizumin opening up the uh, 7 o'clock hour. Quarter after 7 Tuesday, it's J.M. in the A.M. Elliot Weiselberg with the Yeshiva League sports update coming up. We have up-to-the-minute results regarding what happened last night and, of course, the upcoming basketball and hockey championships. The big hockey championship will be covered by us, the Nachum Siegel Network, on NachumSiegel.com this coming Sunday. With a big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, and to David Orbach and everybody at Regal Bank in New Jersey, RegalBankNJ.com. Hockey Championships is coming Sunday. Make sure to be tuned in starting at 1 p.m. Eastern time. You'll see the whole thing on the homepage at NahumSiegel.com. Morning snow with a high temperature of 43, maybe an inch, maybe you're two, maybe three. Who knows? Partly cloudy tonight, and then tomorrow mostly cloudy. A high tomorrow, 43 degrees as well. Right now, we're at 33 here in New York City. It's JM in the AM, and we'll continue with eighth day, and then our Yeshiva League sports update is on the way at JM in the AM. Sitting in the hot desert sun You've been told You'd be on the run Down to Egypt To Pharaoh's town To Rome and Spain And many other lands But you open your door to tired men Lonely passes by And angels from heaven Your kindness and your care Were known far and wide Father of a nation Your soul is alive Abraham Are we the children that you dreamed of? 
Our Father, our bride, we got your soul inside. Take us home. Take us home. You've been through every test. Now look a small show in the Midwest. A child was born just the other day, and all those gathered there heard his mother say, "All oh, it's been three thousand years, and we've been fighting back all the tears." Father of our people, your dream is alive. Abraham, are we the children that you dreamed of? Are we that shining star you saw at night? You know it's true. We still call you. J.M. and the A.M. It's eighth day. Avraham is the name of that selection. Before that, you heard uh, Amram Adar and Sasson Vesimcha. Well, time for our Yeshiva League sports update. Elliot Weiselberg has the absolute latest as we get closer and closer to crowning some champions. And, in fact, one champion was crowned last night. Details now. Elliot Weiselberg, our Yeshiva League sports update. It's on J.M. in the A.M. Thanks, Nachum. As the old saying goes, man plans and God laughs. A week of Yeshiva League sports thrown into chaos by last week's winter blast gets back on track as the basketball and hockey seasons come to a close. 
Today on the JM and the AM Sports Update, championship season finally gets going with the varsity basketball finals last night and all the rest to come very shortly. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. With the snow having dissipated enough to finally kick off championship season, the boys' varsity basketball finals took place at YU between Frisch and Megan David last night. The battle between last year's varsity champions and last year's JV champions certainly lived up to the billing and went the extra mile. After teams traded leads of six or more, regulation would end with both teams tied at 36. In the overtime session, the Warriors would kick back into high gear, outscoring the Cougars 12-2 and route to a 48-38 victory. Junior Michael Natkin would own the overtime, scoring seven of his 12 points on the night, leading to his second straight MVP honors, having taken down the JV award last year. For Mag and David, it is the first varsity championship since 2006. Sophomore warrior Albert Nasiri would lead the scoring with 16, while senior Stevie Paul would pace Frisch with 11 in the loss. Although the varsity boys have played, the slate that included the JV boys and both girls games had to be rescheduled as a result of the weather. The JV boys game will take place tomorrow night between the Frisch Cougars and the Hafter Hawks. Both girls championship games have been postponed to March 20th. If there's one thing that we can hope for, it's that at least the hockey championships will go off without a hitch. The JV and Varsity Finals are slated for this coming Sunday from Lawrence Middle School and will be heard right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Kicking off the action will be the Junior Varsity Contest between the Frisch Cougars and the TABC Storm in a rematch of last season's finals. The Storm earned their ticket back to the dance with a 2-1 victory over Hafter on Sunday, while the Cougars will get their chance at a repeat after knocking off Rambam 6-3 last week. In the varsity showdown, it'll be the SAR Sting and the Frisch Cougars. The Sting knocked off Hafter 4-1 on two goals by senior Jason Burian, while Frisch became the first divisional four seed to make the championship game with a 2-0 win over TABC behind a shutout by junior Isaac Markovich. We'll bring you live coverage of the Hockey Championship Sunday starting at 1 p.m. exclusively on the Nahum Siegel Network. Looking for more in-depth Yeshiva League action? Tune into tonight's episode of The Court Report at 7 p.m. on the Nahum Siegel Network. This week, we'll dive deeper into the varsity basketball finals and set the stage for the upcoming finals and Red Sarajek tournament. All that and more tonight at 7 p.m. on The Court Report, presented by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, only on the Nahum Siegel Network, nahumsiegel.com. And that was your Tuesday morning JM the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
J.M. and the A.M. It's Michal Przanski. Uh, Mitzvah Haba is the name of the uh, the name of the song. Shooting for the Moon is the name of the album. J.M. and the A.M. I want to thank Elliot Weiselberg. Great season as the uh, reporter, as the announcer on the uh, Yeshiva League Sports updates. That'll continue, of course, until all the seasons are over. Congrats to Mag and David on their big varsity basketball victory last night in overtime. There must have been something up there at Yeshiva University. Uh, hockey this coming Sunday. That's right. We'll be broadcasting. We'll be presenting the hockey championships on NahumSiegel.com. You literally go to our website. You'll see the video. You'll see the live video on our homepage, NahumSiegel.com, this coming Sunday. And um, that'll be the Yeshiva JV Hockey Championships and then the Yeshiva League Varsity Hockey Championships, all beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We are very much looking forward to that. With a big thank you to our friends at the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, and of course to the great people at Regal Bank in New Jersey, RegalBankNJ.com. They are the primary sponsors and presenters of this coming Sunday's Hockey Championship, and it is much appreciated. JM and the AM on this uh, Tuesday, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zevin Yosevalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basher Yosevalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Hashem's forgiveness is extensive. It includes those sins which man commits directly against him. Those sins against one's fellow man are not forgiven until the injured party has himself forgiven the perpetrator. That's the basis for seeking forgiveness before Yom Kippur from anyone who we may have wronged. Without that, 
proper atonement cannot be made. We learn that the descendants of Avram Avinu are forgiving. The quality of forgiveness was one of the gifts that Hashem bestowed on Avram Avinu and all of his descendants. Not only must we be ready to forgive the injurer, we should also daven that Hashem forgive the person who has sinned before even he asks for forgiveness. This is based on the example of Avram Avinu, who prayed to Hashem to forgive Avimelech. The story is told of the great rabbi of Brisk. He was once quietly traveling home on the train. He shared company with a group of people that were ignoramuses, people that were Jewish, that were playing cards. Bothered by his aloof attitude, one of the gang demanded that the rabbi join the game or leave the car. When the rabbi couldn't comply, the fellow got up, physically removed him from the train car. When the train arrived at Brisk, also where the group was getting off, they were shocked to see the throngs of people who stood there waiting to greet the great rabbi. Mortified, the offender ran over to him and asked for forgiveness, but it was denied. He couldn't be calmed down and he tried again in another time. Finally, he made contact with the son of the rabbi. He begged him for a way to resolve the matter. The boy was surprised at the uncharacteristic behavior of his father. He agreed to do whatever he could. He visited his father, went over the laws of forgiveness. Their discussion touched upon the law that a person should not turn away someone asking forgiveness more than three times. Taking his cue, the boy asked his father, What about that individual? He asked you to forgive him a number of times, but you didn't agree. He replied him, I can't forgive him. He didn't offend me, the Rabbi Abris said. He offended a simple Jew that he thought I was. Let him ask forgiveness from a simple Jew. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM Tuesday at 7.32 in the morning, 28 minutes before 8 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget we have a full slate of amazing programming all through the day, including Bite Size with Yoni Pollock coming up. Excuse me, that's tomorrow. Including JM Rewind coming up at 9 o'clock. Today, my interview with Pat Boone that we had last week. He'll be heading to Israel next month for Israel 70. Actually, the month of May for Israel 70. Uh, Dr. Ross Marin was with us recently about uh, an anxiety-free Pesach. We'll play that one for you on JM Rewind. And the Maish Bain from the OU uh, regarding Torah New York and the big event coming up on the 29th of April. Uh, we'll have that for you as well. So tune in between 9 and 10 for JM Rewind. And, of course, live lunch coming up at 11 o'clock today, as you would suspect, as is our tradition here uh, at the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, Rabbi Yoshua Marchuk is with us live via telephone. He is director of NCSY Alumni. He's also... One of the people that is extremely, extremely excited about uh, the 24th of June. The 24th of June is the day that Bike NCSY is going to be taking place. Rabbi Marchuk is one of many, many riders that you could sponsor. He's on his way to his $2,500 goal. And if you go to the Bike NCSY page, bike.ncsy.org, you, uh, you can see how he's doing. 
and how much more funding he needs. Some people, believe it or not, are really, really close to their goal already, which is pretty cool. Rabbi Yoshua Marchuk, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you today? All right. We're going to help you get to your goal. Simple as that. Perfect. That is terrific. <laughs> you you wouldn't mind that, huh? That would that would be amazing, especially as I look out the window and the snow is falling in large masses over here. So uh, thinking about being on my bike and having it all sponsored by the time you know Pesach comes would be great. Yeah, by the time the snow melts. So you uh, you would not ride on a day like today. You're saying? I personally would not ride on a day like today outdoors. No, no I wouldn't. But there are people. Prob- there are probably people who would. I would bet. Yes, and, and I call some of my, them my friends. It's yeah. very interesting. I'm not sure where they're holding in their head, but uh, definitely good friends of mine. But Rabbi Marchuk, no snow is expected on June 24th, according to the long-range forecast. So you have nothing to worry about. On the 24th of June, you'll be able to lead the Bike NCSY group and raise a tremendous amount of money and have a, a really, really wonderful day uh, biking the, how many miles is it that day? So there are five options, wow. uh, from the novice to the expert. We, uh, you can go as, uh, as, as small as 15 miles, um, uh-huh. there's 33, 55, 100. And actually, we had two participants last year that decided that 100 was not enough for them and left uh, early in the morning and biked from Brooklyn to, uh, to Poughkeepsie that whole day and spent the whole day on their bikes. Um, all in all, they ended up riding about 200 miles. Have you decided which one you're going to be uh, entering? So I, I have done the 100, but uh, when you're running the event, I don't know if I can uh, take the time to do that. But my, my team <laughs> in the office is telling me they want me on that bike. So we'll see. There's an argument between me doing the 15 and the 33. I'm saying the 15, they're saying the 33. All right. So either way, it'll be a significant number, and uh, you'll be raising yeah. some good money. Explain to everybody uh, why Bike NCSY was founded. What are we trying to support? What are we trying to do with the funds that people are collecting uh, as as folks are sponsoring them in this big bike NCSY ride. Thank you. Yeah, the, the, the focus and the goals of NCSY are so grand and so glorious that we bring in teenager boys and girls to move up their levels from Judaism from one level to another and to really make a bond with Torah. But at the end of the day, it's time to go ahead when they graduate high school to go to, to, go to Eretzschel to learn for a year or hopefully more, and they turn to us to help them get and accomplish those goals. And the uh, and reality is, is that many, many, many families, you know, whether they're yeshiva day school and definitely public school kids, have never been in a position to even think about the fact about sending their, their young men and women, these, these uh, post-high school graduates, to Israel. The funds that we raise goes to helping those NCSYs of ours, boys and girls, yeshiva day school, public school kids, to get to that, to get to the glory land, to get to the holy land. So it's so the esen- money we go ahead and push to there. Essentially, it's a study in Israel scholarship fund. That's basically what it is. The more money is raised, the more you can help people, young young men and women who want to go to Israel and study Torah. Exactly. All right. Now, uh, there are people out there who are riders because you know that number continues to increase in terms of riders of bikes in our community. How do they get information about registering and participating on the twenty fourth of June? So, uh, so everything is there on our website at bike.ncsy.org. Um, if they uh, all the all is to, laid out and written for you there. However, that if you're interested in having more conversations and uh, have questions, please reach out to us at bike at ncsy.org or two one two six one three eight one four five. That's two one two six one three eight one four five to uh, to connect and to ask any questions you have about it. We're, we're really excited about the event. I have to tell you, you, you mentioned that the riders keep, you know, signing up. 
we actually, by the time, in our inaugural year last year, we ended up, by the time the, the tires hit the road, at just under 70 riders. Wow. And I'm really, really proud to say that uh, less than one month into our launch of our site, we are up to already over 40 riders for this year. Very nice. A lot of commitment out there, people who want to help out, and also people, as you've explained many times, who just who enjoy these rides, who enjoy the rides, and it's a challenge for people who are on their bike constantly on a daily, weekly, whatever you know type of basis they're on. This is a great challenge for them and one that they enjoy, and also a very safe environment, right? you got the whole uh, route um, uh, laid out for everybody with uh, all the uh, all the different um, uh, aid stations along the way, et cetera, so it's a good way for people to really challenge themselves and make some money for NCSY. Terrific. Yeah, 100%. The, everything is laid out for you. There's, there's directional maps of where to go. It takes, us, it takes you over multiple times, twice in, at the beginning of the ride or in the end of the ride, over the uh, walkway over the Hudson Valley, which is absolutely stunning. You want to see pictures from the day, you can go to our website also. It's on the bottom of the homepage, pictures of the whole day. And, uh, and basically, it's actually not just for the people that are on their bikes, but we are looking at Bike NCSY to be an opportunity for anyone and everyone to get, to get involved. We're still, we're still hopeful for you, Nachum, by the way. Yeah. We spoke about this last year. No, we're hoping. But <laughs> I'll keep hoping. <laughs> but um, but it, it really is an opportunity with the, with the real fever and excitement there is going on in our neighborhood and our communities that are, uh, regarding biking that anyone can get started. And even they can get started, yes, even in this weather indoors, and, uh, and then continue on their way outdoors. And we're really reaching the, you know, the, 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 the breadth and width of the community. I mean, we have people signed up right now from the five towns, Teaneck, Washington Heights, Brooklyn, Queens, and Lakewood. But not only that, it doesn't stop there. We have people signed up from Albany, Cleveland, and Milwaukee that are making, uh, planning on making a whole weekend of this and, uh, and, and looking forward to a great opportunity to get on their bikes and uh, to, to kick off their summer. Very cool. Bike NCSY happens on June the 24th. You know why it's so important. We want to make sure to send as many young men and women to Israel to study Torah as possible. The more money that's made at Bike NCSY, the more uh, students can be sent to Israel. And the Bike NCSY happens on June the 24th. There is a website, bike.ncsy.org, bike.ncsy.org. We ask everyone who wants to ride to register ASAP. We're asking everybody who wants to sponsor a rider to sponsor Rabbi Yoshua Marchuk or any of the other wonderful riders who you will see on the website. And by the way, we should mention Bike NCSY is raffling off a specialized fact carbon model bicycle sponsored by Roy's the day of Bike NCSY. Now, I don't know what that means, but Rabbi Marchuk, I assume that's a big deal in the biking world. That's a very big deal in the biking world. Roy's is, uh, has been a sponsor of ours now for our second year, and they have uh, generally put out specialized, uh, a specialized carbon bike. It's uh, you know, a, few, a few thousand dollar value, and uh, it uh, really can jumpstart someone from a, uh, from, from a novice to even a you know, much higher level. And for someone that's uh, looking to get their first bike, it's really a, a jumpstart in the right direction, which is pretty amazing. All right, you, there, you know what else? Yeah, what yeah. else is also very interesting? I want to make sure that uh, that everyone knows one of the unique points of our ride is that not only does it have for the different levels of riders, but also the different the different age brackets and genders. We have we have preteens, we have men, we have women, we have collegiates, we have grandfathers and grandmothers are all signed up. It really can be a tremendous family day, and uh, many take take advantage of it. Well, officially, the youngest rider could be how old? He can be he, he or she can be uh, about I think about ten years old. Oh, great! As okay. long as they're with as long as they're with a parent or guardian, someone that's going to take the responsibility for them. And then obviously, you know, that's not necessary when you get in the higher teenage years. 
Rabbi Marchuk is director of NCSY alumni. Help him get as many students as possible to Israel. All you need to do is one of two things. Register now for Bike NCSY on June the 24th or support one of the riders. They have a whole list of great riders, including Rabbi Marchuk, who are going to be riding that day to support NCSY. Uh, information, bike.ncsy.org, bike.ncsy.org. Rabbi Marchuk, good luck with this. I'm glad it's off to a great start, and we'll check in as we get closer and closer to the event. Thank you so much, Nachum. Looking forward, and yes, we're all going to keep pushing for Nachum to sign up as well. Could say that again. We'll be pushing is right. Uh, you may have to push me up and down those hills. Uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Shooting for the moon tonight. I ride the winds at the speed of light. I set my goals. I made my mind. And if I miss, I'll make it to the stars. We're gonna make it to the top. Shooting for the moon tonight And if I miss, I'll make it to the stars Looking up, standing on the ground Me and my dreams, galaxies apart But I know Somewhere deep inside, I've got the strength to get that far. Climbing on a ladder in the sky, though I'm not an angel, maybe I can fly. Pushing through, still another mile, all I gotta do is try. I'm shooting for the moon tonight, I ride the winds at the speed of light. I set my goals, I made my mind, and if I miss, I'll make it to the Gonna make it to the top. I'm shooting for the moon tonight. And if I miss, I'll make it to the stars. Sending up yet another prayer. Father, I know you believe in me when it's rough. And I'm feeling doubt, you can raise me up above the clouds. I can feel the power of a dream, giving me wings, taking me beyond. All the pain, all the broken hopes, gonna leave it all behind. I'm shooting for the moon tonight, I ride the winds at the speed of light. I set my goals, I made my mind, and if I miss, I'll make it to the stars. Shooting for the moon tonight And if I miss, I'll make it to the stars Never gonna break apart Till I reach my destination Never gonna lose the spark in my soul Gonna be a shining light Gonna be an inspiration Never giving up the fight towards my goal I'm shooting I ride the winds at the speed of light Set my goals, I made my mind And if I miss, I'll make it to the stars Gonna make it to the top I'm shooting for the moon tonight And if I miss, I'll make it to the stars I'm shooting for the moon tonight I ride the winds at the speed of light I set my goals 
stars.
מלחמות קשות, רדיפות כואבות, בכל זמן, בכל מקום. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. עלילות שקרים, צוררים קשים, שרוצים רק להרוס. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. אז נצא כולנו יחד לחובות העיר, ניקח אוויר עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. השנאה תיפול, הקנאה תחתור, ויגידו אז בקור. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. אז נצא כולנו יחד לחובות העיר, מכך מלכים גדולים, מדינות ענק, אימפיריות כה גדולות, כמעט שנעלמו, ואנחנו עוד כאן. כך אלפי שנים, מעטים מורבים, ואין ספור של ניסים. עם ישראל חי, אנחנו עוד כאן. אנחנו עוד כאן. J.M. in the A.M. Simcha Liner, it's called Navar here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that one, the uh, uh, selection by um, Yaakov Shweki, Chaim Shol Shalom, and Shlomo Katz was in there with Hine Anochi. It's a Tuesday at America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com. On the Nachum Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. In our studio, we welcome from Israel... 
Mr. Stewie Hershkowitz, he is the vice president of one of our favorite institutions, the Jerusalem College of Technology. Many of you know it as Machon Lev. Many of you are probably not aware of the incredible reach that they now um, uh, enjoy, that they now have uh, projected throughout the state of Israel um, with uh, so many different programs and uh, really answering um, many, many different needs in Israel. And we're here to discuss that this morning here at JM in the AM. Mr. Stuart Hershkowitz, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Good to be here. It's great to have you here. Jerusalem College of Technology, I see on the website, now known as the Lev Academic Center. Is that the way we properly refer to it? It's interesting. Machon Lev is a very well-known uh, name yeah. in Israel in the uh, religious Zionist uh, community. But in the secular community, people thought Lev, that it was the cardiac center of uh, Shari Tzedek. <laughs> so we decided to change the name in Hebrew to Merkaz Akademi Lev, which is the, academic, the Lev Academic Center. So that's how we got to that. Um, well, the the Jerusalem College of Technology has been around for how long? Uh, next year will be the fiftieth year of the college. It has it has uh, proven that it's here to stay, huh? It has it has uh, growing by leaps and bounds. It is pretty amazing, and it is an incredible place. And you are still attracting students from all around the world, correct? Yes, we are. We have an English speaking program, the only one in Jerusalem that gives a full. Um, uh, degree in either business administration or computer science. Both of them are pretty sought after in Israel, and we have a great placement rate. Oh, yeah. So those programs are growing also by leaps and bounds. Um, I said earlier as I introduced you that the the JCT, Jerusalem College of Technology, is answering the needs of uh, many different, um, I don't know, aspects of Israeli society. And what I meant by that was that uh, as more women need to be trained in certain areas. More members of the Haredi community need to be trained in certain areas and probably other areas, uh, other groups as well, which you can tell us about. Um, the JCT has gone ahead and addressed that need and has really excelled at it. Explain to everybody what's going on there. So we really see it as our calling to uh, not only provide top academic and Torah education, but also to uh, help face the needs of the state of Israel. Um, I'm going to throw out some numbers in terms of the Haredi population in Israel. Anyone who's following the news even today, uh, Haredi issues are very, very much uh, the headlines today in Israel. Uh, still don't know if the government will survive or will there be a new election. Um, but just to give you an idea of the scope of the issues, Israel today is about 11% Haredi, and that number is projected to go up to about 29% within the next 30 years. Um, today, over 60% of the Haredi population is living under the poverty line, and less than 50% of the Haredi men are working. Mm. And the ones who are working, many of them are working in um, menial jobs, or in chinuch, or a few other different uh, areas, but in, uh, let's just say, Israel's startup nation, there are virtually no Haredim involved. The numbers are incredibly small. Uh, Haredim who are in, uh, men and women, who are in the high-tech world, if you take a salary of 17,000 shekel a month, which is not all that much money, divided by three and a half, right. and you, um, you have 0.7% of Haredim. So they're basically not in the game at all. Now, why is that important? Because Israel has a huge shortage of over 10,000 engineers. 
And, but as a result, Israel's been outsourcing to the Ukraine and other countries uh, some of its, um, it, its computer work. And the answer is right under our nose. If we can get some of the Haredim to go into computers, computer science at the highest level, and I'm not just talking about basic programming, but the highest academic levels, it will be a win-win. Uh, with 60% under the poverty line, it's just not a sustainable model. Stewie Hershkowitz is here. So I wasn't aware of this. I thought that JCT reaches out because of the need to have leaders or, or leaders of families in the Haredi community be more independent, be more self-sufficient. There's another big benefit to all this, which I did not know, as you just revealed, and that is that there's a shortage of engineers and programmers in Israel. And obviously, we would suspect that some of these people in the Haredi community are qualified enough or have the ability uh, to study and learn what needs to be learned in order to uh, to get that degree in order to go into the workforce. Well, as you know, Nachman, all the big American companies are in Israel, big right. time. Um, IBM, Intel, Cisco, Google, everybody is in Israel. And the last one that just announced that they're getting into Israel is Amazon. Now, that's important on the professional side as well. What that means is that the grab for the top, top computer people in Israel uh, is going to be intensified. And uh, Amazon is looking for the very best computer people in Israel to join them today, which means that the American firms are getting the very, very best um, Israelis working for them. Mm -hmm. And that even increases and makes the shortage even more acute. Very interesting. What's the reaction when the Haredi community is made aware that JCT is offering these courses to their constituents? So we um, can't advertise in any of the Haredi papers. <laughs> I would think not. Uh, certainly not Hamodia and Yated Neaman. Uh, some of the website, the Haredi websites, Chadrei uh, Haredim and whatnot, we can sort of get a little bit in. Um, and it's very difficult. The, uh, the Haredi leadership uh, is still very anti-academia. Uh, when they say academia, they talk about all of the colleges and universities in Israel, right. and they don't make an exception, even though we are gender separate. Uh, we have separate campuses for men and women. Uh, it's a very um, religious and Haredi-friendly atmosphere. Right, but they don't know that, or they may know it, but they still... So the numbers are growing. We, we're up to 2,000 Haredi students today in the college, largely men studying women. men and women, largely studying computers. Right. And are the men and women studying the same thing? Are they going for the same degrees? Absolutely. Exactly. The same, uh, same lecturers, the same tests, the same everything. So the chances of a Haredi woman in Israel being hired by Amazon are the same as a Haredi man in Israel who's familiar with the same... Uh, you know, syllabus, so to speak, same so, academia. Yeah. So that's a great point because we, re we recently saw a number that was published by the Council of Higher Education in Israel. This is really an interesting number. 58% of all the college students and university students in Israel are women. But when it comes to computers, uh, it's closer to 30% mm. of all the students are women. And that's pretty much worldwide. It's not unique to Israel. Uh, JCT has 53% um, women studying computer science. Hmm. More than that, in real terms, it means that one out of every five women in the state of Israel who is studying computers are at JCT, and that means either religious Zionist or Haredi, right. largely Haredi women. Right. So if you 
fast forward in 20 years, you can have a situation where more than a third of all the computer, um, the, the computer people in Israel are going to be religious or Haredi women, which is an unbelievable thought to think about. You could say that again. Um, how long are these courses? Someone enters. How soon after that can they have a degree that would help them get a job? So it's full college. It's three years, uh, three-year minimum. Uh, the challenge that we have is with Haredi men. Uh, Haredi men learn absolutely no secular studies uh, pretty much for, from fourth grade on. Before they get to you. Before they get to us. Right. So to get into a top engineering program like we have at JCT without knowing a word of English, math, or science is a huge challenge. Uh, we have a machina program that basically brings these guys up from uh, zero to college level in one year, mm-hmm. which is obviously almost a mission impossible. And our dirty little secret is that we have a 50% dropout rate in that year, wow. which is very difficult, but I don't even know how the, the 50% who pass do it because it's just so incredibly difficult. Yeah. Needless to say, English is one of the biggest challenges that they have. I can imagine. My gosh. That's something that Jewish leadership needs to find out. That the, 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 Even the ones who are motivated enough to go and enter a place like this are still dropping out at the rate of 50% in the first year because it's too difficult for them. They don't have the background necessary. Uh, I don't know if that will change the minds of those who uh, lead the Haredi community in terms of... Uh, uh, education, uh, educating the young, but it's certainly something to consider. Um, Stewie Hershkowitz is here. He's vice president of the Jerusalem College of Technology. So we spoke about the Haredi men, the Haredi women. It seems that JCT, every time there is some influx uh, or need in Israeli society, go back to Russian Aliyah, go back to Ethiopian Aliyah, uh, it seems you always develop something that attracts the best from that group. Would that be an accurate way of putting it? So it's it's a good thing you raised the... Uh the uh, Russian Aliyah, that the sign of success there is the fact that the program doesn't exist anymore. Right. They've been completely integrated, and that's really our hope. We have today, and we actually we started 20 years ago. We were the first college in Israel to start an Ethiopian program, and we've graduated quite a few students. Um, it's incredibly important because uh, the career path of most Ethiopians is not academically oriented. Right. And that's um, not their background. And it's not their background. Um, most of their parents are illiterate. Um, they're one of many children, and they're usually the only one of the siblings that is in an institution of higher education. Right. We're just trying to show them that there is a career path that they can take that includes academia. And I'm sure you found some great engineers in that community, right? We have the men are largely studying engineering. Right. A lot of them go into the Army with an engineering degree, which helps them tremendously yeah i can imagine um so who supports jct how does jct the jerusalem college of technology now 50 years old how does it uh, maintain all of these programs that they offer throughout israel so it's also it's a great question it's 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 very difficult we are partially government subsidized the israeli government does something that's actually very smart uh, a student of ours who's studying computers yeah um, we get a much larger uh, paycheck from the government than the students, say, studying business administration. Uh, the government is certainly making efforts to get more and more people into, the, um, into high tech and into computers. And as I said, we're really the leading place. We have as many women studying computers as a Technion does, mm. which is pretty much um, an interesting statistic, to put it mildly. 
in terms of um, the rest of it, we are set by the government. Our tuitions are set. It's about 10,000 shekel a year. It's um, pretty much under $3,000 a year for tuition. We're not allowed to charge any more. That's the government sets the amount of the college tuition. And that goes for our English-speaking programs as well. So if anyone is looking to uh, save money on tuition and get a very good quality um, education, then uh, JCT is really the place. Americans with, without Israeli citizenship can do that? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. As visiting students? Uh, as visiting, we give a full degree. Right. So they could stay for the three years and get a full degree in computers. Our placement rates are over 90%. So getting a job after that today in Israel in computers is not that difficult. Do you have kids in this area who do that? Uh, we do. We do. We have... Um, Several from the New York area, but what's nice. interesting? Last year we had we have four guys from Gibraltar. <laughs> we have um, <laughs> we have guys from all over Europe, pretty much, who prefer to study in English. <laughs> and I got to say something else: studying in English gives you a real leg up because it really sets you aside from the Israelis who all speak Hebrew, and most of them their English is good but not fantastic. Right. So if you have that asset, um, it could really pay. Uh, Stewie Hershkowitz is here, Jerusalem College of Technology. He is their vice president. So I asked you about the funding. You explained the role of the Israeli government. How else do you guys uh, continue to so, function? So uh, one of the reasons I'm here is to raise money. We have actually a very interesting dinner coming up. On May 6th, we have Mayim Bialik, who uh, very much identifies with what the college is doing. Uh, has she ever visited the college? Uh, she has not. Um, she knows about the college, and she identifies with what we're doing, certainly empowering women. Well, she's known as a scientist. and Yeah, uh, she, has a, right. she has a Ph.D. in, uh, in, in, um, in, in certainly in interesting topics that would very much speak to some of our female students. Right. So she's the guest speaker May the 6th. Right. At Lincoln Square Synagogue in right. New York City, and that dinner benefits the Jerusalem College of Technology. Correct. One of the things we're doing now is we're building a new campus for the women. They deserve it. Where will that be? Right adjacent to the men's campus. It will be state-of-the-art. We have the land. We should be starting to the building process uh, sometime in early 2019. We're still in the stage of getting together all the building permits, which in Israel sometimes takes a long time. <laughs> But uh, we're getting there. Are all the JCT programs and campuses in the same area in Baidvigan where, where we're familiar with it? So the women's campus today is in Givat Shaul, okay. and there is a Haredi women's campus in Ramatgan Benebra called Lustig, oh, wow. which is ours and which is very, very successful. So all, the men's, so all the men's campuses are in Jerusalem? There's only one men's campus, and that's, and that's in... That's where uh, all right. the men who go to all the programs, that's Correct. where they go. Um, all right, so how do people get information about the uh, dinner coming up on May 6th and supporting the Jerusalem College of Technology? You can go into the uh, JCT website um, where we have a lot of the information. Friendsofjct.org. Friendsofjct.org as well. It appears there as well. Right. Um, and we have it in a few places. Um, we have an American Friends organization here. That's the Friends website, which you can get in the information on. Right. And... Um, we hope that people will turn out. Mayim Bialik is certainly uh, an interesting speaker who uh, doesn't appear at too many of these uh, events. Well, right at the moment, one of the top actresses in the United States of America, frankly. Very, very popular. And uh, I'm sure that her, uh, you know, the fact that she's going to be there is going to be a big deal for a lot of people. 
Right. So a degree in neuroscience is really, um, we have several women who have been studying that at JCT, and it'll really speak to them as well. Very nice. All right. Uh, Mayim Bialik is the special guest speaker on the May the 6th, Lincoln Square Synagogue in New York City. That's where the um, uh, Jerusalem College of Technology dinner is going to be taking place. You're all invited, of course, to participate. Uh, you can go to the website. Uh, we have here friendsofjct.org. Is there a better one than that? Is there a... Uh a more you can direct go to the JCT uh, Israel one, JCT uh, ACAL. So that's how Merkaz Academy right live, right? right? Okay, right. so there you have it. And we have it in English as well. And I got it. I got it right here. So those of you out there who want information, you can go to the JCT website. You will find it at jct.ac.il, jct.ac.il, and information about the dinner May the sixth is there, and we encourage everybody to be there to participate and to really, when you support JCT, essentially not only are you supporting a college, not only are you supporting a great academic institution with an unbelievable track record, 50 years as we mentioned, you're really supporting the desperately needed support of the Haredi community, right? You're, you're, you're literally supporting students who otherwise right. would be impoverished for the rest of their and their children's lives, right? Absolutely. To get real jobs and to progress. You're supporting an amazing women's initiative women out there in the community who you know want to continue to see the numbers that you mentioned earlier in terms of women being involved that that would be very meaningful to them so you're supporting amazing women's programming and giving them the potential to get the jobs that you described earlier and uh, in addition to that we should mention that it's a religious institution we should mention that there <laughs> half a day of torah learning yeah exactly it's right. half, half a day of torah learning and it is an opportunity for students to not only uh continue to progress in their academic areas of engineering and some of the things, mathematics and the things that you mentioned earlier, but also uh, to continue to uh, keep their heritage and tradition foremost, um, uh, you know, at the forefront as many, they go through this whole process. Many of you know our uh, Rosh Hashiva, Rav Yosef Tzvi Rimon, who's right. really made a name for himself here He's amazing. Well. And he's our Rosh Hashiva. Is he full-time now with JCC? Absolutely. Since when? Uh, this is his third year. What a tremendous get. Yeah, it really is. I didn't know about it till now. Yeah, we really, uh, he's so impressive and he's doing so many things. As a matter of fact, next week he's bringing a, an oven and he is going to be baking matzahs at the campus <laughs> and he'll be giving a shear on how to bake matzahs. And then Chaim Sukenik, the president, will be talking about it. He has a PhD in chemistry. He'll be speaking about the chemical aspects of chametz. So this is what Rav Ramon has brought to the campus, and this is what JCT is really all about. Plus, Rav Ramon has been has been a very active over the last 15, 20 years in terms of making sure that Israelis who need employment get employment. Absolutely. This must be right up his alley. Absolutely. It really is. Just one other thing. Now. Will he be at the dinner? Um, I hope. Good question. I, we we I hope, hope that he'll be there. Yes. That would be amazing. We hope he'll be there. He is. Uh, he's an absolute... Um, um, he has so much energy. He he walks really to a room nice. and it, you know, he, he lights it up. And I hope that he uh, he's here to meet everybody on May the 6th because he's just an incredible personality. Go ahead. I'm sorry you were saying. Yeah, so one of the other things, the last thing that I think is really the bread and butter of the college is um, our representation in all the defense forces mm, in Israel. Can imagine, the right. R&D uh, in Israel, um, our guys are all over the place in the top positions. Our frustration is that the uh, army spokesman doesn't let us talk about them, <laughs> mention them, That's right. uh, mention their names, mention or, what they're doing, their titles, or their titles. <laughs> and we have oh, a gosh. very, very large percentage of the heads of the R and D section in the army 
our, our graduates who really see it as a calling, which is really what the college is all about. Years ago, I remember we were at JCT to do some interviews, and we were really restricted to what we were allowed to say about some of the guests who were sitting in front of us. You know, to be very, to be very careful. Our research is um, we're doing a lot of research with the Army and with the Defense Forces, which, of course, we can't speak about. Right. But it's absolutely fascinating, and it's frustrating that we can speak about it. But it's really the bread and butter of the college, and people see it as their calling. Um, and that's why today in a uh, society where you can make so much money in Israel in high tech, uh, it's very, very hard for the Army to keep people there. Um, I just spoke to someone very senior in the Army who told me that there are billions of shekel waiting to be used in the Army for R&D projects that are not being used. They just simply don't have the engineers to do it. Unbelievable. And whoever there is, it's an awful lot of our guys who are the the guys who are left there who are doing it because they see it as a calling. In your role, are you sometimes presented with brand new inventions that students at JCT have come up with? Because I know that used to be a, a big deal as technology continued to, to evolve. A lot of really new innovations came out of JCT. Absolutely. I'm actually the uh, CEO of our tech transfer company, and I see it a lot. We have a very interesting story just now. Uh, two guys who were senior guys in the uh, drone program, yeah. which Israel is really number one in the world in that, and they came to the college, and I asked them, what, what do you need to study the drones? You can teach us about the drones. They said, you, we, we have a startup based on the drone technology that we need to understand the business side, and we're going to be studying business. So they've actually done very, very well. Two students, very nice guys. They learn half a day. They don't start any of their high-tech or academic work until they finish a half a day of learning. And they're really poster boys for, for what JCT is all about. They love the learning. They came specially for the learning. They could have gone to any college to understand the business side. They came to us for that, and they are really moving. Their, their startup is, is doing quite well. Unbelievable. With all, the, uh, with all the innovations that are going on, there must be drones flying all around the campus these days. <laughs> you can only imagine what's going on with all these technological advances. They believe that at the end of the day, the cameras that Israel has now posted all over on different settlements or different areas, right. Um, the drones are a lot more accurate. They can move them around wherever they want. They can be up in a minute. Um, and so they've been selling it to the, to the national parks in Israel, to the fire departments in Israel, uh, the drones to be able to tell them exactly where a fire is or where someone is lost on some sort of teal. And they've actually got several contracts already in that area. And they've just begun. Incredible. So that's just one of the many, many... Uh, how many students would you say the college is now servicing at this moment? We have 5,000 students, which is an awful lot. It's about 55% women and um, growing by leaps and bounds. We can't encourage this audience enough to uh, learn more about JCT. We've always been big fans, and they just continue uh, to be innovative and to continue to grow and continue to, uh, to find more areas of Israeli society where they can be helpful uh, you can go to the website, jct.ac.il, jct.ac.il, and I remind you and will continue to remind you that on May the 6th, it'll be a special night when Mayim Bialik, who's not only known to, for being a Hollywood actress, but is known for her neuroscience expertise, will be speaking at the uh, JCT dinner at Lincoln Square Synagogue in New York City, and I'm sure that night we'll find out even more about the programs for men and women, for Haredim and others uh, that are taking place at the Jerusalem College of Technology in Israel. And uh, for information about all of this, jct.ac.il. And uh, again, the dinner happening on May the 6th. Dewey Hershkowitz, Vice President of the Jerusalem College of Technology. Thank you very, very much for this update. 
Thank you, Nachum. Like it's really I, a pleasure. Like I say, it seems every time we hear more about JCT, they just continue to get bigger and bigger, to grow more and more, to give more and more uh, options in terms of programming to the students around Israel, and in this case, to really help um, a couple of uh, segments of Israeli society that need help right now, and that is both uh, the Haredim and, uh, and the women specifically who are looking for programs and looking for programs they can excel in, and you have uh, certainly developed those for them. It's really amazing. Thank you very much, Nick. A pleasure. More coming up. It's a Tuesday morning edition. You're listening to JM in the AM. Ki 
From the Nostalgia album, that's Maishi Menlowitz, a medley that he calls Pathways. Uh, that's a good set. That is a good set here at JM and the AM. Before that, Aryeh Kunzler, Veli Yushalayim. You heard Vaviosim done by Benny Friedman. Vani, Sandy Shmueli was in there, and I thank uh, Stewie Hershkowitz, who was with us from JCT, Jerusalem College of Technology. They are doing amazing work in Jerusalem. And really throughout all of Israel, as you heard, trying so hard to to meet a need in Israeli society, and boy, oh boy, it is not easy. It is not easy. Not always the most welcoming society. <laughs> Whatever, you know what I mean. Um, those of you who heard the discussion know what I mean. JM and the AM, and um, I thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, coming up, JM Rewind, just 10 minutes from now. If you missed my interview with Pat Boone, who's going to be in Israel coming up on uh, May 13th, in Caesarea at the Amphitheater, uh, then stay tuned. He's going to be part of a JM Rewind coming up. Uh, Dr. Ross Marin on an anxiety-free Pesach coming up from the Center of Anxiety. And Mike Bain, he was with us from the OU to talk about Torah in New York, April the 29th. Uh, we'll have that interview as well. It's all part of JM Rewind coming up next. Baruch Levine is on Album of the Week. And then at 11 o'clock, it's a live lunch between 11 and 1. Make sure to be tuned in and enjoy our live lunch presentation. Again, it's 11 until 1 Eastern time. Uh, tonight, court report. Uh, tonight, court report will uh, discuss the hockey finals, basketball finals, etc. Mazel tov to Mag and David, who came out victorious yesterday in overtime in, in varsity basketball. Uh, Yeshiva League Sports. Um, Tonight, 7 p.m. on Court Report right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And don't forget that um, this coming Sunday, we present the hockey championships beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern time on our homepage at NahumSiegel.com. You'll be able to see all the action, JV, varsity, hockey championships. Thank you to uh, the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, and to David Orbach and Regal Bank, of New Jersey, RegalBankNJ.com, RegalBankNJ.com. We greatly appreciate it. Here's Yaakov Shweki. Yeah. <laughs> 
אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה.
יעקב שוואקי. אחינו בישראל, אנחנו מלחמים, my brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com on the NachumSegal Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Plenty coming up, including JM Rewind. My interview with Pat Boone is part of it. That's next. Live lunch from 11 until 1. Court report, the latest in Yeshiva League sports tonight with Elliot Weiselberg beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Tomorrow morning, it's JM in the AM. We'll start things off at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be part of it. Yeshiva League Hockey Championships is coming Sunday on NachumSiegel.com beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern time. You'll see all of it. On our homepage at NachumSiegel.com. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs> <laughs>